0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Dr. Me First, a podcast all about authentic conversations between female physicians. I'm your super sassy host, Dr. Erin Wiseman, your colleague in medicine and your coach in life, and I'm super excited that you're here for another episode of Dr. Me First. Before we jump in with my guest, how have you been doctoring yourself first? any new self-care that you're taking part of? Are you setting up any new boundaries that before you had been letting get lax? Are you indulging in some podcasts just for the hell of it? Well, if so, I'm proud of you. Continue doctoring yourself. Okay, well let's talk about episode number 43 today. This is... Instead of a light, fluffy, theoretical podcast, this is a more down-to-earth, getting shit done kind of podcast. This is with Dr. Sasha Davidson. She is an MFM in Florida, and she's going to talk about a really creative way that she has learned how to streamline her credentialing process and make herself more efficient as she is doing locum work around the U.S., Now, she has no proprietary interest in this. She purely just wanted to come on the podcast and share so that she could help other female physicians as we navigate our crazy culture of healthcare and all the BS work that we have to do. So listen to this conversation. It's really enlightening, and you can tell that I'm really digging in and listening a lot. And so I hope that you learned something, too. And then stick around afterwards for my little kick of encouragement. We're going to talk about what a year from now could be like. So stick around and we'll talk more. All right, here we go. So this is Dr. Sasha Davidson. She's an MD in South Florida, and she's going to tell you all about how amazing she
1: is. Hi, everybody. It's been lovely getting to talk with you, Erin, so far. I'm definitely I uh, think we have a lot in common so far, and I'm, I'm excited about where this conversation is going to go. Um, so yes, I am a obstetrician-gynecologist by training and subspecialized in maternal-fetal medicine, and I practice in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. This is my home. I've been all throughout the Northeast in my education and training, and uh, finally moved back to South Florida in 2016. And I'm, you know, learning a lot and doing a lot, and want to kind of chat with you about my. My words today that I came up with, (laughs) should I tell them? Yeah, go ahead. So my words are credentialing and efficiency.
0: Booyah. More things that we all need to do. So tell me why you picked credentialing and efficiency.
1: So over the last year, I, maybe I should backtrack a little bit, but I'll I'll start with this. So over the last year, I actually had the opportunity to do some locums assignments right? Everybody used to always tell me, oh, locums is like the worst thing on the face of the planet. And I've come to find out that actually it's one of the best things ever. But when you're going through that, you have to credential and with the hospitals and not only the locums company, but each hospital and then payer. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. And during that process, I was getting annoyed and frustrated. I said, this is so inefficient. I have to keep putting in the same information over and over and over. And if I get one more application to fill out, I think I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) Exactly. I was, oh my gosh. So anyways, I started doing my research and um, found out that as with anything, we have our iPhones, we're able to order up our cars, our food. Like, Why can't we simplify the process of credentialing? And I actually came across a company that does just that, makes it efficient for us, and makes it easy and as a woman i'm busy i have a lot of things going on i don't have time the whole thing about remembering about a testing on caqh i'm like huh what (laughs) i don't even remember my login (laughs) so i was able to find this um company called eddie now that allows me to keep it simple and set it and forget it essentially
0: awesome I'm, I'm really intrigued about this. Um, I don't do locums work, but I do telemedicine and mm-hmm. so you got to get all the different state licenses and you right. got different companies to get credentialed with. So tell me about your journey, about how you found this company. Was it just like a random Google search
1: or so, or what? So here's a caveat to that. So yes, I was doing locums and getting annoyed but really the impetus that really pushed me to even look for this company is that I'm I'm actually in the middle of starting my own practice, right? Hence the reason for doing locums for a year to kind of cushion up the pockets, right? Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) So in the process of learning and understanding the need to credential with not only my local hospital, but also with the insurance companies and that in and of itself is a process. I mean, there are people out there Charging us doctors a gazillion amount of money just to kind of sign us up for the insurance panels and contracting and credentialing. So it was in that actually that was the impetus that pushed me even more um, to find out about this company. And I think I saw some, I think I was Googling, and you know how Google knows what you're looking for nowadays and will start popping things up and things will start coming into your Facebook feed. And I saw Eddie and then I, I looked at it and I was like, hmm, what is this? So I requested a demo. And one of the company reps, he reached out to me and gave me a demo. And I was like, this is so cool. (laughs) I loved it. Like, you know, I I don't know if you saw that episode where Uber was on, um, on Shark Tank and how like, um, I guess, what's his name? Cuban, like didn't, wasn't excited about it. I got excited about this. I was like, everybody needs, all the doctors I know need to know about this product. This is phenomenal. And then I said, so how much does it cost? And they're like, it's like, 20 dollars a month and i'm like no way and they're like no we're not here to you know nickel and dime you we're you're here to actually make the process easier for you like the developer the ceo is actually a teacher by trade and she came up with another product for like students in texas who are applying for like a i think they have like private schools in in uh in texas where she lives. And so she had developed a product and somebody went to her and says, Hey, you did a great job with this. Have you ever considered, you know, looking into the space of credentialing for doctors? She was like, get out of here. I don't, I don't know anything about that. And she said she did some research and she realized what a problem it was. And I'm like, yes, it is. Um, So anyway, so that's kind of how I I got linked is that I, I was searching. I found it. I got a demo. I liked it. It sounded reasonable and reasonably priced. And uh, and so I actually started working with them, like in the sense of they were like, I said I really want a lot of people to know about this. This is a phenomenal product, and so that's kind of where I am. I'm just like, so are oh. you like
0: their saleswoman? Like you're like oh, the, no. the the banana white for this?
1: <laughs> no, I don't get any. But there's no, I don't get a paycheck of any sort. Girl, you
0: need a paycheck for this.
1: I know, right? <laughs> They're very small. They're just getting started.
0: Well, it sounds amazing. So, so tell me how this helps with the c- credentialing and, and streamlining. Is it, does it just like simply put, save your information? So like each mm-hmm. time you click on the box, it like pops it in, or does it like right. do automated things for you?
1: So of uh, both essentially. So, um, it's kind of like a, the universal application, you fill that out, um, kind of like. You know when you're graduating med school or residency and your first job and they send you this packet so if you fill out the universal form and it's kind of like a cloud-based system where you are able to save copies of your uh, medical school diploma your um, state license I- again yes that, oh that, my was God. that was me when i first learned about this it's a cloud-based system that stores all of that you fill out the universal application one time and you have control over it, and you're able to then just release the information to, let's say, you're credentialing with Hos- Mercy Hospital down the street, you release your inf- information to Mercy Hospital. And I was like, I, I can't Ooh, even. Yeah. this oh my is like, <laughs> drop the mic. This is great. I love it. Sign me up.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm speechless right now because I'm just thinking of yeah. all the fucking hours I have wasted yes in putting aaron lynn mort wiseman aaron lynn mort wise you know every yes. time on application oh my gosh and
1: Everybody if i needs think this. of and who i have to contact at the med school for a verification of this and that, like it's all saved in the system one time one and done they say it's the last application you'll ever have to complete oh it it sounds like it
0: sign Thank me up right now me
1: as you can imagine, I'm starting a practice. And so it has been overwhelmingly busy. So to have to like stop and do all this credentialing and signing up with the insurance companies and having that process there for me, I, it's it's been phenomenal. Well, I and I can see
0: too on the administrative side, like you know, let your office manager, like manage the office, not fill Mm -hmm. out paperwork like this. This is amazing. So how has it been going using it to credential for the insurances that you're getting ready to start taking? I mean, are they taking it and they like it?
1: Yes. I mean, it's a early process for me in that part of it. A lot of it's mostly been my hospital so far. Um, and it's great. It's in fact, they're all Eddie. Now they're actually also working with a lot of the hospitals. Um to get them on the back end, their medical staff office to implement um, the software and kind of have it be one system, one meaning one um uh, integrated system for us physicians so because yeah, it right makes now. so much
0: sense because like think about right now with your locums work and all the different state licensures you mm-hmm. to get and like that's right? one big thing i'm like if facebook can tell me what kind of underwear to buy i'm pretty <laughs> sure the states can talk to each other and know that i'm a legitimate physician oh, you know my what God. i mean
1: yeah it's And the fingerprinting. I'm like, do I really have to do another set of fingerprints? But unfortunately, I don't think we're there yet, but you still have to do the fingerprints. But I've done several and I'm like, this is my fingers. I can't, uh, I don't think I have any more prints left. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Well this is you. exciting
0: because I do think it is moving us in a better direction healthcare wise. on yeah. um, the providers because like you said, there's so much fear around changing jobs just because of all the the BS yep. paperwork stuff to do with it. Absolutely. And this this takes a huge thing off your shoulders.
1: Absolutely. And so there are reminders that are incorporated into the system. So you get a reminder, oh, your state medical license is up for renewal, or it's time to reattest for CAQH. It's been 120 days, it's, you know, so there are reminders that are set up in the system. Here's the other thing for me that I really valued as well. So as I've been going through um, with locums, like each facility needed my CAQH login and um, password. And I shudder giving my password and my like, there's a lot of private data and information that you're sharing with all of these people. And just because you work for Hospital X doesn't mean you're not going to not work for them in a couple of weeks or years or whatever, that you have my social, you have a copy of my driver's license, my passport, my, so it's really just been nerve wracking. And I don't think we'll ever get away from having to share that information, but having a little bit more control over your information as a provider is what also makes me excited because I really hated giving out that information time after time to different individuals and you know they're making changes every time i log on I'm like what why in fact back in November I couldn't even log on somebody had changed my password and I was like this is unbelievable and so that is a system that is now fixed good
0: Good. Well, so thank anyway, so you so much uh, for telling us all about this. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is going to be huge for my audience.
1: Well, I'm glad. Like I said, you know, as women, if our target audience is women, and I'm looking for things that will help improve my life because I'm way too busy and efficiency. You know, if we can get our the EHRs to come on board and be in a, a better electronic <laughs> medical record system so that we're not wasting time double doing um, for me, this was that type of a system. It allowed me to be efficient with my time and not spend it filling out paper after paper after paper with the same information. And I just think it's a great tool. So I wanted to share it with 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 you all. <laughs> I don't get anything for it. They did give me a little title, but <laughs> you know. Well, after
0: this podcast blows up. On this episode, I'm going to write whoever this woman is and be like, <laughs> Dr. Davidson, she needs some per diem because this is amazing.
1: Well, you know, when you believe in something, you're willing to actually just uh, represent it. So that's where I am. I, I actually believe in it because I think it. for us physicians, we needed something like this. So
0: well, I think it's so great. Like. We don't have to be afraid of technology.
1: We don't have to bitch Mm-mm. about it. We don't have Mm-mm. to, you
0: know, it, be the thorn in our side. Like, let's use it to our advantage. And I think this right. is phenomenal.
1: If I can share one, I thought it was a, not funny, but it was cute because, you know, when you do locums, you meet a lot of older docs who are like, you know, the grandfathers of this field. And you're like, oh my gosh, I got to meet so-and-so. This has been great. I but read your paper
0: that, in residency, you know, what? that kind of stuff. <laughs>
1: It's actually been a great experience. So um, one of the docs, he said to me, yeah, we were having a hard time credentialing me for such and such, because, you know, when I went to medical school, it was back in the, but but that doesn't even exist anymore. (laughs) So I thought it was really funny. So for those of us in the the computer age, you know, we won't have that problem. But being able to kind of store our information would be a, a fix to that.
0: I have a crazy story. So my brother went to a really small, um, college in Kentucky and it shut down and Mm -hmm. they gave everybody 90 days to come pick up like their original diploma because it wasn't Uh going to be around after that. And I could see where, you know, having it scanned in and like validated that yes, the, the school closed, you know, like having that in case of God forbid, like a fire or something, how that would just be so useful you know on the flip side just because my brain you know jumps from like point to point we've had a few people who've been on here who do some different locums work but just give me your experience as an mfm doing Mm -hmm. locums across some different states what was it just you you wanted to change in practice did you want to travel what was what was your prompting to be like hey i'm going to give this locum thing a try
1: Right. So I was planning to start my practice and uh, needed to financially be able to do that. And you know, when you're working for somebody, they're not going to give you the time to do that. (laughs) And so I was at a play a transition place in my life. And so it was the right time and opportunity for me to do it. I mean, like I said, I got to travel to different places. because when you're training, and when you get your first job or second job, you're only seeing it done like one way. But being in locums, I've been able to see how, especially in my field, where they always say, no, no two MFMs are gonna ever agree. but to see how different places do things differently and kind of understanding and learning how to implement that in my day-to-day practice. I mean, in general, most of it's the same, but it's just a matter of little nuances that can either a- affect efficiency, <laughs> right? Um, so I've, been, I've actually enjoyed learning that and seeing that in different places. Um, I think I mentioned to you I was in the state of Indiana a lot, and I love the state of Indiana. If I'm not allergic to the state, I think I had
0: <laughs> whoop, whoop, uh, Yeah, if people probably don't know this, Indiana, allergy capital of the U.S.
1: Yeah, hmm I, I gave a lot
0: of flow let me tell you.
1: Yeah, back in May, I definitely had uh, something going on. I had to see an allergist. I was like, what's wrong with me? But no, they were like, yeah, you're just in Indiana.
0: <laughs> we call it the Hoosier drip.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. But no, locums has been, like I said, I, I remember hearing about locums and they would call me all the time. I was like, why are these people bothering me? And leave me alone and I don't need, you know, and I would hear such bad things about it. But I really think that it's such a phenomenal way as young physicians to kind of get, gain different types of experiences. Meet different people in our field and see how it's done differently. And I think it's allowed me to grow as a physician tremendously. I
0: think too, with the expansion of different locums and in hospitals, utilizing them instead of employed physicians, there's also a lot more transparency because then you start talking to people who are in other regions, but doing, you know, similar things to you. And I know I was having a conversation, um, in the doctor's line a couple months ago with a new critical care doc who is coming mm-hmm. in, in locums. Uh And she was talking about her spouse is actually family medicine. And so we were talking about like in our area and just some changes that, and I was like, well, I'll be damned. We're getting underpaid here, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think it is important that we have that sharing of ideas and Uh Hey, we're doing this over in California. Have you thought about this here in Indiana or, you know, just that sort of thing. And then, like you said, it's a great way to take control of your practice. Like, mm-hmm, you're still absolutely. very effective as a physician and you get to pick where you want to go and what days you want to work or if you don't want to work.
1: That has been the best part. I love, I think I worked like two weeks out of the month. It was great. There you go. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, I'm actually done uh, with the uh, locums now. My, my practice uh, gets up and running March 4th. So I'm uh, down to the wire.
0: <laughs> That'll be exciting though. Tell us a little bit about what this new practice is going to be like.
1: So it's my own um, private maternal fetal medicine practice, serving the community here in South Florida, particularly in Fort Lauderdale, and um, seeing women who have high-risk con- pregnancy conditions, um, and you know, being able to provide exceptional care and help kind of improve some of the outcomes. I mean, in my own neighborhood, in my own community, you know, preterm labor and delivery is the highest in the, in the state in the county. It's just incredible what I have learned about my own community. And to be able to contribute and improve it, put a little slight dent in it, will will, um, be something that I can be proud of. And I've always wanted to be home serving the women in my community. So this will allow me to do so. Well,
0: I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to lift you up and support you. I hope to never use your services. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
1: Well, we are here and there are ways, there's not enough of us in the country. I love my job. I love what I do and I love being, so I hope you don't need me too, but Serena Williams said the same thing. And yeah, that's true. That's true. uh, Even Beyonce I heard was in the ICU with her twins. Um, So it's it's pretty, you know, the need for high risk pregnancy care is it's unfortunate, but that's why we're here.
0: Well, and if we if if women do need it, I hope that they find you.
1: Aw, thank you.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Well, if our listeners are interested, um, let's go first. Spell the company. So now is it e spell it
1: e d d y now dot com. Okay. And they can just request a demo. Look at it yourself. I'm not here to, you know, just look at it yourself and see if it's something that um, could benefit from. I mean, if even if you're not looking to credential with a new hospital now or it, it, not everybody stays in the same place and you're going to have to fill out those applications. So it's a place to just even store your, your data. So, Like I said, it's a cloud-based system. Perfect. Um, I will put that in the show And then.
0: Yeah, so Eddie now. Uh-huh. And then if people want to just know more about you or they want to see this new practice that's starting, I think we talked before and said that we will put the links to the Facebook group that you're starting for your practice. We'll put those in the show notes to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my practice is Signature Perinatal Center, and so you can check me out at signatureperinatal.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Sashadavidson.com or on Facebook. As well, you can look for my, um, my practice page, Signature Perinatal Center.
0: Perfect. We'll get all that in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming and just sharing of your course. heart and your passion about this. And I can't wait personally to use it myself.
1: Thank you, Erin. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed chatting with you. Thanks, everybody.
0: Talking about credentialing really got me thinking retrospectively a couple years ago, 12, 15 months ago, and then prospectively forward. And so I want you to think about a year ago, everything was different. And now when you look back, you realize that that year can do a lot for a person. Just, you know, we did the nuts and bolts of the credentialing with Eddie now, with Dr. Davidson today. But just think about the last year. Think about the changes you've made. Think about the things that you wanted to change but didn't happen. Or think about the unexpected that popped up um, that made you pivot or shift. And now I want you to think about a year forward from now. Like a whole calendar year going through all four seasons. Can you imagine how incredible you would be a year from now if you stopped just thinking about a better life and you actively started building one? Well, friend, you have already started doing that if you have been following along on this podcast. I try to give little bits of inspiration and encouragement and motivation and just fun in your life so that you can stop thinking about how your life could be better and you can actually start dreaming about it and then planning for it and then making some action steps about it. That's why I love life coaching so much because coaching... With someone means you have someone that can motivate you to build your dreams, give you the courage to show up, the clarity to calm your chaos, and the confidence so no more hiding. I mean, it's so great to have that encouragement to keep going for an entire year. I was a cheerleader just briefly in college on a bet but I do think there is a little spunk in me. That's what makes me a great coach, is that I do love cheering you on. But the other side of me is I'm also kind of a hard ass. And when you're not following through, when you're not showing up, I'm gonna jump on your butt and help you to do that, as only a loving coach can do that. And so if you're looking for this connection, you're not alone. I wanna be your life coach for a whole friggin' year. Are you in? What's holding you back? Just think about what a year from now if you started taking small steps. Now, I know everybody's busy and you don't have time, but if you can't one-on-one coach with me, go over to my website and start following my weekly Sunday Sunshine. It's where I develop more of this type of content to give to you out of my heart to encourage you to share the love and to help you no matter where you're at. Because girl, I bet I've been there and I want to be there for you now. So think about it. Think about joining me on this one-on-one full year coaching journey. I don't think you're going to regret it. So remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye guys. Love you.